Agents Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Street Text, where you can run Facebook ads that actually work. They're ready to go Facebook ads that include landing pages, text message assistance through AI, drip emails, capture forms, and best practices. Join Street Text at streettext.com. Okay, Lab Coat Agents, welcome back to another episode of the Lab Coat Agents podcast. And I am excited today. Uh, this one has been a long time coming. I'm going to tease him a little bit because he's canceled on me a few times. That's how big of a deal this guy is because he is highly sought after nowadays in the real estate world, coming to us all the way from Calgary or to most of us uh, Americans, uh, United Statesans. It's Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Most of you in the lab coat world probably know this guy. If you don't, you are sleeping under a rock. We're going to go deep on video today, which is a passion of mine, as most of you know. But even more so, we're going to talk about how video has completely changed this guy's life, his career, and what he's doing and where he's going. He's going to share all of that with you today. Folks, welcome Mr. Brad McCallum, my friend, welcome to the show. Mr. Jeff Fitzer, thank you so much for having me on the show today. I am excited to be here. Do not let those two cancellations, last minute cancellations, uh, send the wrong message. I've wanted to be here. What that message really is, is that when you have a year like we're having right now, you have no idea the amount of, like the one thing that doesn't scale is your time. Your business scales, the leads scale, the opportunities scale, but your time is still that 24-hour day. And that's where we've been really limited lately. So now we're just at that part of our business, part of the year where we're starting to make our plans for 2021, figure out how can I manage this a little bit better. I love it, man. I love it. And I had to tease you because that's just, I will, <laughs> yeah, I will no. tell you this, you do not win the award for most cancellations. I ha currently have a, a gal who I still have yet to interview. I even made a TikTok about it, uh, how frustrated <laughs> I was. Uh, but Brad, let's, you know, I, I don't want to assume everybody knows you or everybody knows your story. Yeah. So let's start with, tell us who you are, where you come from. I already mentioned Calgary and, you know, kind of how you got into the business and, and the trajectory that's taking you to where you are. All right. All right. So, I'll keep it kind of simple. My, I've only been a real estate agent now for about three years and about a year and a half of that full time. I got into the business in my late 30s. I'm now in my early 40s. And pre-real estate, I was a renovation, renovation and designer guy. So I had like a general contracting company. And I did that for most of my 20s and 30s. And I just found that I didn't really, really have a passion for it. Like I love the design side of things. It's the same sort of create creative outlet that I have with video in my real estate marketing. So I loved that part of it. I just hated managing 30 people and trades and all those little things that would go into it. About four, about four years ago, I found that I had, my business was in trouble. Our local economy was in trouble. My son was going to go off to school and I was, I just felt like a big hypocrite. Like I'd been working so hard at this business and really struggling at it. The economy had been in a depression for the second time in, in 10 years in our local economy. And it just felt like an uphill, like I was just pushing a boulder uphill. And I, at the same time, I had some health problems. I found a tumor on the side of my, my face. And that tumor uh, is the same kind of tumor that actually led to uh, Adam MC of the Beastie Boys dying from parotid gland cancer. So I don't know why of all the things, like I knew that there was a little bump there and it was starting to grow and grow and grow. But when my doctor's like, Brad, you, you, we got to take this serious, like right now, like this killed one of the Beastie Boys. I don't know why that was the thing that got me like, holy smokes, I got to get my life together. So it was right around that time where I was just kind of having this crisis of identity. And I thought I, I've always looked at the real estate industry as something I would like to do because I was already working in housing and design. And I, I loved the, the whole aspirational phase of the contracting business where people are still like, could I do this? Or does this home have potential? I loved that part of it. And uh, I felt that I had a lot of value to bring at that side of the, of the, of the business. But then as we got through the business, I was just kind of average. I was like everyone else, like struggled with getting the trades there and keeping them on track and all that stuff. So I got my real estate license on the idea, time to make some easy money. And 
uh, once I got my real estate license, um, I looked around and I thought, okay, how do I get business? And I looked at what everyone else was doing. Everyone was putting their money into bus benches and billboards and postcards and pens. And they were sending out calendars. They were sitting open houses. They were door knocking and they were cold calling. And I thought, this is crazy. Like, this is something that could have been done 25 years ago. This is the exact same business model as in the mid 90s. And now we've had all these other things happen. All these other things happen. Like there's websites and domain names and SEO and social media and all these different ways to leverage modern technology. So I thought I could do what everyone else does, or I could kind of take that counterculture attitude I had towards the real estate industry because I had so bought and sold homes uh, prior with some of the big names in my city. I could take that counterculture attitude and bring that to my real estate business the idea being that while everyone else is zigging, I'll zag. And what I found out was that even once I got my license, I kept that attitude of every real estate agent in people's minds, in the public's mind, every agent makes too much money. They're all the same, right? And they don't do enough work. They don't bring enough value. And so after I got my license, I realized, you know, to your audience, <laughs> That, that is not true. We all do a lot of unpaid work, a lot of hours, a lot of caretaking of our clients. There's a whole lot of that. But the general public's opinion was not that we did such great work or that we were such hard workers, that we offered such a fair exchange of value. Um, and as you look at what's going down in the States right now, where homes are going onto the market and they're getting 10 or 20 offers and they're sold inside of 24 to 48 hours. And then people are looking at the commissions that they're paying out of $20,000, $25,000. And they're thinking, did, was that, was that a fair exchange of value? Did they really offer $25,000 worth of service right now? I, I think I'm, I've been the beneficiary of a bad economy because you can't do that in my market. Be, you have to market, you have to actually learn to market. So in my market, homes can sit on the market for four or five months. And because of that, I realized I need some way to give my, my clients an advantage I wanted to zag away from what everyone else was doing. And so I started embracing video because I found that it was just a natural thing that people, it's how people wanted to receive the information. It was, you're seeing YouTube skyrocket. You're seeing videos on Facebook do extremely well. Instagram videos where like people were watching those, those were the most dynamic. It was just how people wanted to receive information. So I started off by going that way and over the last few years, I've built a business on trying to make homes, uh, trying to make people feel something when they see the video. That's really at the essence of it. Great music, good, good shots, good cinematography, something. But try to make them feel something about that one particular house. So if there's four homes that are similar priced in the similar neighborhood, that I draw as many people to my property as possible and try to pre-frame their opinion of the home because they've already seen the video, they've already listened to the music, they've already felt something about that property. And it's paid off. We've had a, a real hockey stick uh, growth curve like you talked about earlier. 100%, they have the feel. So I, there's a lot to unpack there. And I wanna rewind, first of all, and say, does that mean, the, so first of all, I didn't know the tumor story. So yeah. I, I assume everything came out okay there. I, you... Yeah, I, you know, I got surgery and it wasn't cancerous. Uh, but when I got my biopsy, they told me, you got to get in the next couple of weeks. Like if it was, if you wait three months, you could have a cantaloupe on the side of your, wow. <laughs> on the side of your head. You could wait 10 years and it not be cancer, or we could book a surgery two weeks and it already become cancer by that time. Like your cells are dividing that quickly. It's a big deal. Go take care of it. You got a young family. So um, I had my moment where I went out to the car uh, after meeting with the doctor, I just sat there and I kind of just wept. I was like, what am I, what am I going to do with my life? Right. And I had to, in order to get my real estate license, I had to go back and get my GED. And that was it, it, a big part of that was my son going off to school and me telling him, be a good student, stay in school, mm -hmm. listen to your teacher. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I didn't do any of those things. What a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. And, and, uh, furthermore, are you a Beastie Boys fan? Oh yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Then we have something in common. I like I like that. That's cool. Yeah. And I think I got a feeling we got a lot in common. Probably, yeah. Probably yeah. dude. Probably. I was a big beast. I used to have Beastie Boy records. I don't want to get off topic here, but yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I, I'm you and I are similar age. I'm a little older than you, I think, but I love it. I love it. So 
I want to I want to also digress for a second and point out to everybody what he said. He's been in real estate as an agent for only three years. And we're going to continue this conversation and talk about like where it's taken him. Uh, and for those that know him and understand what he does, uh, and Brad knows this about me, I always describe Brad, maybe not Brad as sexy, but what he creates is very, very sexy. He's pretty yeah. a pretty good looking dude if you, you can't no. see him, but um, th th that helps his cause. And he's got a beautiful wife who he also brings into his videos. But I think, Brad, that before we get deep into that strategy and what you're doing is I want to preface it by saying, I think there's an intimidation factor by what you create. And, you know, you and I speak the same language. I understand video. I have a completely different style than you. You and I are literally 180 degrees different, doing the same thing, completely different. But that's what's so cool about it, because it's so effective mm -hmm. for both of us. Yeah. Brad does things that, like he described, very cinematic and I'm going to say it again, sexy and like very, like I get drawn in. And for those of you that watch social media, it's hard to stop for more than 60 seconds and watch videos. Mm -hmm. What Brad creates is so amazing. And Brad, I would love for you to break that down a little bit more for agents so that they are less intimidated and like, you know what? There is a piece of this I could execute and build into my business. And the most important piece of this, I think, is the feeling, you know, telling mm -hmm. a story, making the, the viewer feel like they're a part of this house that's for sale, right? How would you break that down? And, and I guess I guess you kind of got to backtrack a little bit and talk about how you decided to start doing video, which is different and better than most, in my opinion. Well, I mean, my when I decided to go into videos, because I, I thought basically my one line of thinking on it was, hey, this will do sort of two things. Um, one, it'll help sell the home, which is the goal, right? It'll help me make my paycheck. And two, I can associate myself with that video and I'll be in it. And then that instead of marketing myself in other ways, I can be an agent that markets the home and by extension, myself versus you know so many other agents where you see evidence of all their marketing of themselves but very little evidence of what they're actually doing to market their clients homes and so i thought well that's one great thing so what i did is i went and just bought um i, I bought a gimbal i bought a good decent camera and some lenses so i put a little bit of investment right off the bat i don't recommend someone doing that you can buy a 140 dollars dji osmo the wide angles on the new iPhones are amazing. You can go out and you can just kill it with that. You can get really high quality video just, just with that. But my take was, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit 100% and go all in. I, I was going to pretend, what if I went and say, you know, got three bus benches for the year? Well, that'd be a $10,000, $12,000 investment. Instead, I'm going to pour that into equipment and I'm going to take my time learning how to do this. So if you're an agent getting started and you see my stuff and you think, hey, there's no way I can do it. The reality is, is if you can follow along with YouTube, watch a tutorial and learn one piece of the puzzle at a time, you're going to do just fine. I always describe it like a scientific calculator. Um, most people have a scientific calculator. They have no idea how to use it. Right. But the reality is, is 99 percent of the time, it's just the plus, the minus, the multiplication and the division. Right. And then all I say is learn the plus, the minus, the multiplication and the division. Just learn those first few pieces. And then after that, you can learn what the little pie button does, or you can do learn what the other one does or the percentage. Like you can start to add those things. You don't have to go all out. The thing about having like if you look at our setup um, or if you ever check out uh, any of the podcasts that I do that are video podcasts, You'll see I've got a great studio background. I've got good lighting, all that stuff. There's no editing here. This is just a, a camera, a lens, some lighting, and an interesting backdrop. And that lends itself to a level of quality that most, in most cases, your market hasn't seen. So when I send videos or bomb bombs from my set, that really helps a lot. When I do my videos, and when I started off doing my first few videos, they're not what they are today. My on-screen presence was nothing close to what it is today. Um, it's grown over the last six months, over the last year, or last year and a half. It's almost unrecognizable. Um, but the thing, it, all of that is like, you just don't get to the end of that journey 
uh, which I don't feel I'm even close to, but you don't get to the end without taking that first step and, and going along the way. So I'd say the thing that agents are often looking for is maybe a bit of a shortcut. And I would just preach that um, the shortcut really is just in the doing. The reality is, is six months will pass from now and you'll either be competent as uh, someone who knows how to do some basic editing and to shoot a house, or you won't be. Like 12 months from now, like it'll drop and soon they'll be starting to talk about the midterm elections and all that sort of stuff. And people are going to be like, oh, I'm not anywhere closer to having a stronger personal brand in my market. And and the reality is, is like today you could learn one technique, you know, a week from now you could learn another technique. I'm a big believer that anyone can do it. I think there's uh, maybe some room for some personality, but um, in how you shoot and how you edit. But to your point of wanting it to look sexy the goal is really really simple i i wanted it to look attractive like i'm i'm king average you know i'm five nine white dude weak chin average yeah i got some hair that's about it but in reality in reality it's like i'm just middle of the fairway just not that far not long drive champ nothing um i'm looking to par the course so here's the thing i I think that the average person uh, can go out and build sort of an image around their brand in a way that uh, is authentic and in a way that really elevates their brand over other agents. Even your own agents in your market are going to be uh, looking up to what you're creating when you kind of get to this, uh, this level. And so with us, our video stuff now, it's not me that's trying to look cool. I'm trying to make the homes look cool, try to make our brand look cool. And the great juxtaposition between it all is that our average and dorky dad jokes, all that stuff that comes through in our videos and that makes it authentic instead of just a, a pitch, you know, a sexy pitch kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I obviously I totally get it. And part of the reason for some of these questions, and I think, you know, where I'm going with this is because we're not talking to the the 1%, which is you less than 1%. We're talking to the 99. And so I, that was a, it was a great explanation, but let's just say that, uh, and I do want to get a little bit deeper on your videos and kind of where the inspiration comes from. Cause that's really important because that's, that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Like, I don't know where to start. I stand in front of property. I walk them through house hit end. Yeah. Oh, right. But I also would like you to to uh, think about this question. If 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 I'm an agent or there's an agent listening to this and they're thinking to themselves, "Man, I have done barely any video. Uh, I usually like to shoot the video with just the house. I don't like to be in it. I don't know how I look. I don't like how I sound." And you you said it like that's brilliant. You should be in your videos. I teach the exact same thing. Like, screw the house. That's just, that's a way for you to have a reason to brand yourself. That's my, I actually say it differently than you do because the video is probably not going to sell the house. The video is going to get you more opportunities to sell more houses, yes. right? The price is going to sell the house. Uh, but if I'm an agent saying, you know, I, I, all those things, all those objections, Brad, uh, where, where should I start? You told me not to buy a camera. So not from a technical standpoint, more from a, how do I make my videos different Mm -hmm. keeping in mind that I have very little experience. I haven't subscribed to the business video school to learn those techniques. What do you suggest? Well, I would say you're different. If you're different, then your videos will be different. And that's the reality of all the great uh, creators and all the great agents that are using video really well is there are differences. There's no one who's better than the other. There might be technical aspects of a video that are shot better or balanced better or edited better, but the actual human being behind it, the people who are winning are the people who can tell their own story the best. And if you can share, you know, your passion for your city, for your town, for local businesses, if you can tell the story of a particular home, if you can think of the avatar of who is going to buy that home, if the person who's selling that home has a really compelling story, if you think about it all as that same old adage of people shop with their pocketbooks, but buy with their hearts. That's how you want to attract people. So um, without being heavy handed and whiny and disingenuous, with just being yourself and telling a story, telling about who, why it's important to you. I think there's nothing wrong. I tell clients all the time on listing presentations, 
listen, having a chance to work with you on selling this property, that would mean a lot to me and my family. It's hard to go with the other agent who's just preaching success, 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 right? It's hard to say no to helping out someone and their family, especially if they can show you some extra, extra value along the way. Um, so in, in my mind, I, I, I keep coming back to this idea of like the more authentic a person can be, the more real we can be, the more transparent we can be, the bigger our business is going to go. Video is just one of those tools that really allow us to do that. So if you want to get started with video, the best way to do it is to just start getting like hitting record. Before I did that, because I am a little more, more OCD, I would drive around in my car and I would record myself as I was driving to a listing presentation and I would just kind of script out my listing presentation. I always do it off the cuff, but I would still just talk for four, four or five minutes. And when I watched back those original videos, what I realized was I was nervous, even talking to the camera in my car. My energy was just super low because I wasn't used to the fact that when you're on camera, your energy is about cut in half. So you really got to be you times two if you want to get your message across. And I actually found out in most cases, you cannot go too big, but you can easily go too small in your message and your emotion and your delivery. So um, I find that that's the first step because I can listen to someone sitting on their couch, shot on a Nokia flip phone. If they're telling a good enough story, they've got me. It's just as compelling to me as like a five minute video with flashy cuts and speed jumps and all that other stuff. I would say when you add the quality to the story, it just starts to reach a new level. And one example for this is, uh, do you watch the David Letterman Netflix series? No. My, there's this awesome David Letterman Netflix series called uh, My Guest, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. And, you know, he has some incredible people on there. Now, it's an interview show, but it's shot like a filmmaker. So it's visually, it's appealing. The lighting as well. They've got different dynamic shots. It's just a conversation between two people. But because of the way that they shoot that, it adds extra weight to the words, to the conversation. So I would argue that as you're getting started, you just keep adding a little bit more. You learn some of the basics of, of, getting, uh, of getting a higher quality product. The one thing I'll say though, about being sort of being like afraid of getting started is in my market, I want every agent to look at my stuff and be intimidated and feel stupid and foolish when they, when they press record. That's my goal. Outside of my market, I want the exact same success for every other agent. Put yourself out there to share your story, to, uh, to have the kind of success that uh, comes from having a very strong personal brand. It's, it's almost, uh, with what you just said, it almost becomes psychological at that point. It, it becomes, and, and I think if you're listening to this, and most of you probably listening to this are not anywhere near Brad's level, and, and maybe there are some that are, because I always felt the same way, Brad. I started doing video four or five years ago as a way to differentiate, and then quickly realized I became the expert, which mm-hmm. purely because the, the market saw me that way, just because guess why? Yeah. I turned because I pressed play. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then before you know it, I started to get a lot of haters. The haters equals intimidated, you know, yeah. competitors. That's what it was. And then eventually they just all fall off because they realize, you know, he's really good at this. Or and they join you. Or or that. Exactly. A hundred a hundred percent. And and so it's like. But but getting that through to the common agent, because you have kind of that same passion other than in your market, like you have the same passion for just sharing and giving like you're on you're on this road show, just like I am. We're always being interviewed or, or teaching class, doing things because we're giving back. And, yeah. and, and I say this to people all the time. I have no problem sharing like my loan officers get mad at me. They're like, why are you giving away the secrets? And I'm like, because you're not using them. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I say that tongue in cheek because my audience isn't going to use them either. And so I challenge those of you listening to this today to take this advice from bad and be that 1% who does something with it because you hit it on the head, man. You're not going to have the sexy lighting and probably the sexy sound. And you're not going to have a ballet dancer dancing through your listing. If you don't know what that is, search that it's amazing you're going to get comfortable in front of the, like what Brad said, 
and I, and I, I tell people this all the time when I was in the beginning, I still do it to a degree now, but not as much anymore. Watch my own videos of myself. And my wife used to tease me. You're just so vain. And I'm like, no, honey, I'm trying to like get better. Like I need to know where I suck. I need to listen to myself where I'm cringing and get better and, and stop umming and learn how to teach myself. Not to, I was my own Toastmasters. Right. Yeah. And, and you said it like you put the camera in the car, safe place. Nobody's watching. Nobody's listening. And just start talking to the camera. I love that idea, dude. That you probably don't realize how powerful that potentially is for agents. Get use your phone, prop it, get get a get a holder for your car and start doing what Brad just said. Not to post to the masses for practicing practical purposes, to practice and then yeah. go back and watch yourself and get better. Uh, dude, that was really good. Hey, you know what? I find that we're at a point now where oftentimes we're filming and it's a, it's a busy street, it's a pathway, it's in front of a home and people are walking by. And if you're conscious about that, if you're conscious of the fact that other people are watching, you will adjust even like unconsciously. If you just know someone's there, you'll feel it all comes down because you don't want to look foolish. Look, it is 100%, a bunch of people out there, everyone who thinks it's narcissistic, or that thinks it's because you know you think too much of yourself are all people that wish they had the stones to do it themselves. And the reality is, is that most people hold themselves back from their potential all the time. I am far and away, not the best podcast interviewee. I can ramble and my brain goes in a million different directions. That's why I learned to edit. I learned to edit so I could take my best thoughts, the stuff that I like about, you know, like the things there's, I got, you know, like I'm like, I'm missing a tooth. Uh, there's things that I'm like, okay, I, I want to make sure that, you know, I present my best, best foot forward. Right. But like, I always tell people like whole humans are being dismissed. Like you, whoever you spend your weekend with or your evening with, like people are dismissing you with a swipe left, swipe right in an instant. I, I, I always tell my clients this, like when I'm in a listing presentation, what do you think they're doing with housing? Like with a house, like if you didn't make an impact right away, like it's already gone. They're on to the next one. It doesn't matter if you have a beautiful ensuite, if it's 23 photos deep in the MLS listing. Like people only have short attention spans. Asking anyone to take two or three actions in a row, and you know this if you've ran a business in marketing, you've got landing pages, you want to get someone's email address so you can send them marketing. Boy, anything that takes two or three steps, you've lost 98% of your audience. So with video, you've got this opportunity, you press play. And people have this opportunity to be introduced to you. So when you get, when you get your moment, go big, go big. In fact, if you're not embarrassed of, for someone else to walk by and see you, you're not going anywhere big enough. If you're yeah. comfortable with someone walking by and seeing you getting filmed and you delivering your lines, you're not even close to big enough. Stare right into that camera, go from your heart and go big. That's, that's the whole trick. And, and let me say, too, that I even and I've done a lot of years of videos, a lot of videos in public. I still it still makes me uneasy, but you just got to mentally get out of your own way. Right. You just got to yep. do it. And and if you get a good videographer, too, uh, which I have several, you I do a lot of your own stuff. They'll help you. They will help you walk through that and they will tell you you're not being yourself. Right. So yep. having a good videographer when you're doing that sort of thing is important. I think of it also, uh, Jeff. Um, like what wouldn't you do to take care of your family in a big way? Right. Like a little bit of personal embarrassment. Sure. I'll take, I'll take it. Uh, a few people that I don't know on the internet, not liking something I did or thinking we're foolish or whatever. I don't care. I don't care. This has allowed me to take care of my family in a way I never imagined. It's allowed me to work with my wife in my business. It's allowed me to include even my kids in some of our listing videos uh, my son has his own YouTube channel. Like this is this is something that we all get to kind of share, sharing the successes. And at the end of the day, we're finding more and more people are actually like, man, I just, I wish I was doing that too. Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. Uh, that that's actually a really good point. Uh, the whole I tell people that all the time too is that the video piece and the social media piece, the byproduct of it is I'm creating memories. And I and I've now bred a social media family. I have two daughters that are making money on their social media, and right. it's just funny how that works and how and because a lot of people say it's just a time suck and and it's it's a nuisance and well it it is what you want it to be. Yeah. So that's I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that. So 
I want to ask you, uh, and I mentioned this earlier, and I don't think I don't think we uh, got the answer yet, which is like, where does inspiration come from? Because a lot of people are willing to say, you know, I'll do it. I'll be goofy. I'll be myself. I'll do it in public. I'll yeah. do it. But I don't know what to do or say. So where do you find inspiration for things like, uh, you know, the, the ballet dancer? Uh, and there's yeah. and or, you know, another one that really moved me was that one that you did where you this is not a rocket science concept, but it was brilliant, was the one where you did the story with it was an older gentleman sitting yeah. in like a, a, a home that was more rural. That was awesome. Where do yeah. you get inspiration for that kind of stuff? Uh, so, I mean, first, like, first off, I would say we're innovators, not inventors. Um, there's no need to invent something. You know, in fact, if you're a creator or someone who is creative, you can really hit a block if you try to do something fresh and brand new each and every time. Um, so really what we're trying to do is innovate. Uh, I'm involved in lab code agents and viral video and these different places where I see other great agents and great creators sharing their, their jokes and the fun stuff that they do. And the interesting things, um, just different styles of video that I would have never imagined. And sometimes I take a little bit from that. or I take inspiration from that. So I go there for one thing, but like ultimately at the end of the day, um, I'm, I'm trying to get the viewer to feel something. So I think, well, what's the real story behind this property? And if it doesn't have a story, well, then what's part of my story can I share to help tell this home story, right? Or is it the story of the, the avatar of who's buying that property? So I look at that for my inspiration. I, I'm also someone who really enjoys now, and I think almost anyone who gets into video and actually kind of editing their own stuff a little bit, the people like Connie Carlson, for example, out of Georgia, she is amazing. She, uh, I worked with her this year, mentored her for uh, about a month or two. She started creating incredible content. I didn't say, hey, this is what you should go do. I started to let her, you start to have these tools uh, as you learn your gear a little bit better. And then you start to realize like, oh, I, I could do this. So, you know, it's kind of like golf. All of a sudden, do I want to hit a knockdown? Do I want to fade right? Do I want to kind of Bay left around the corner, like you learn these extra little bit of skills and all of a sudden new shots open up to you. And that's really where it came, uh, came for me. Now I started to, like when I looked at that Imagine Farmhouse video, and we all see these in, in every one of our market, we'll walk into a house and it's so eclectic and it's so unique and it's probably polarizing. 90% of the audience, it's probably not for, the people don't want that house. Now that home, it was beautiful, but it was also very, very specific. Like my wife and I wouldn't move into that home. It was a beautiful home and I can appreciate its beauty, but it had a story. And when I was there and I started talking to the client about it, he started telling me his story. And I realized I can only screw this up if it's me on camera. Like he can tell his story. You know, it helps if you have a British accent and, you know, you're a distinguished gentleman and a well, well-spoken individual. Somebody um, willing to do it as well, I imagine. Well, you know what the other thing is, is that, it's a four minute video and that was a 30 minute interview. This was not, this was not, like I set the camera up, we just started talking. And he, it did not unfold that way, uh, the, the way that it, the final edit was. There were parts that were usable. He'd say something and kind of grin and it looked heartwarming in the video. In reality, right after the cut, he was like, <laughs> did that sound cheesy? And you know, that's the kind of stuff that, they don't, but that was the cool part of directing the story is I thought I want to first tell the story of the land. Why did he choose this piece of land? Why did he choose this little valley um, next to the Rocky Mountains? Okay, great. Now we've got that story. Now this home, there's unique pieces about this home. Another agent walks into this house, you know, who's just done four showings. He doesn't research. He's not doing the research on each individual home. He doesn't know that the floorboards were taken out of an aircraft hangar where they used to make the Lancaster bombers in World War II. He doesn't know that the cabinets were salvaged from a turn of the century schoolhouse in Southern Alberta. He doesn't know those things, doesn't care about those things. It's just, oh, that's weird. This, these, I haven't seen hardware look at, you know, it's, it, to me, it wasn't going to sell the home. It was going to do the home a really big disservice if someone didn't tell the story. I wanted someone to look in at the weird, strange, large, deep, pine hardwood floors and see the cracks in the floors and see that as being what it really was. This is history. This is character. This is 
parts. Someone has salvaged this. This is gives it another chance of a second life. Like to me, that was his passion for it. And once I understood why he did it, I knew the questions to ask him to get those answers. And then once I kind of rebuilt the story all around it, I wanted to make sure that the that like in that one particular video, that it was more that he had a vision for leaving this home as a legacy for someone else, that some other family would be able to come in and make their own stories and tell their own deal. Because I didn't want someone to feel like they're walking through his house or or his memorial. I wanted I wanted them to feel like I, I love this home. It'll be sad for me to leave. I'm so proud of what we created here for our family. And now we're, you know, bequeathing it to you. That's that idea of, of telling that story. So we went with that. And recently we did a, a another um, listing video, beautiful home, very, very ultra traditional, like traditional with incredible millwork, custom millwork throughout. And it's not common for the neighborhood that it was in. And as we got there to film the tour and I'm talking to my seller, I said, hey, so why did you guys go to this great of a length to, to make it so custom and so personal? And she's like, well, you know, um, when we were both uh, in college in London, my husband and I were just dating at the time. We were living in a little flat and it was, you know, a hundred years old and it had this like ornate molding and this beautiful fireplace. It was just had so much charm and character. We thought someday when we make it, like when we finally have a chance, we're going to build our dream home and we're going to make it like this, like just the way we want. They want, they loved those pieces. And so they did that. They made that home. And now we have an opportunity to sell that home. So I could just take the video, walk people through and say, it's beautiful, traditional home. And most of the market be like, eh, like modern these days, you know, not really into it. Or I could pre-frame them to say like, listen, like either this may not be for you, uh, like, you know, you might look at this stuff, but you're going to appreciate it. You're going to appreciate it. Like you might not listen to classical music, but you're going to appreciate classical, classical music. You might not love country, but you can appreciate like a great song or a good lyric or something. So I thought I'm going to present it in that way and I'll let people self-assemble around it. I'll let the people that really have value what they valued see that this is a beacon for them. Like this is the one home in the market. They've got to go find, they've got to go see it because those people align with these people over here. And that's the important, that was where the magic sort of happens when you tell a story is that for some people they'll be like, ah, it doesn't really resonate. But for the people it does resonate with, you're no longer just a realtor, right? Like mm -hmm. you are so much more because they, they see you, they see you as someone who's their people. And, and that's really the goal. Well, I think uh, what you just said there is is, is important, and it kind of goes back. And I'd like to get your opinion on what I said, which is, you know, d putting yourself out there and doing these videos selfishly. Like you, you're, none of us are doing it for vanity. We're not doing it because we're narcissists. But I, I, I tell my wife this all the time: the day that when the day comes, I don't have to be so neurotic about posting every day. I'll be okay with that. Like I'm not, I'll probably still want to be a part of it, but I don't, I don't need to feel like I have to do it every day because that's where I am now. Yeah. But when it comes to doing video and when it comes to actually selling houses, you know, what Brad has done. And I mentioned this in, in the intro is that it's creating massive opportunities for him. And yeah. so you might sit there and look at this and, and be like, yeah, I just, I just can't do it. You're missing the boat. Like you're missing the point that if I saw that video, which by the way, is a very simple concept. Like you don't have to have the, the massive editing skills. When you're talking about sitting down and interviewing the homeowner who's spent 50 years there, they've got stories to tell. Yeah. So when you unpack that story, it becomes very compelling and it draws people in and it makes more people want to see the property. But probably more importantly than that, that person who has no desire to sell right now, you just impacted them like I, me, right? I, if I lived in Calgary, I'm not selling my house, but mm -hmm. damn it, I remember that video. That's yeah. the dude I want to sell my house. Man, what could we do when we're going, you know, that I think is probably the most powerful piece of this and the most powerful piece of video, which is you're selling yourself, which creates opportunities. And it doesn't necessarily sell that the seller might think it's going to sell the house and maybe it will in some cases, but at the end of the day, you're going to hockey stick curve like Brad has. And so Brad, 
I'd, I'd like to you to share some of your successes. I mean, sure. been in the business three years. Uh, what is your business trajectory look like and where is it going? Just because I want people to be able to hear the statistics and the numbers so they know this dude's legit. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, first year in the business, uh, I was licensed for, I don't, I don't know, I'd say, so last year I did about 20 deals. Video was just starting to kind of hit for me. 20 was still, you know, take care of my family. Great. It was uh, still actually like, you know, enviable numbers in the real estate industry. But a lot of people were saying video, Brad, it's just a novelty. And it's, that's, you know, like I sold 40 homes and uh, I don't do video. Right now. So there was a lot of people that were saying, this is just a distraction. You're telling people you're, you know, telling people that they should be doing this thing or could have all the success. But in reality, they should just get on the phone and cold call people and work their database. Fine. Right. It just depends what kind of business you wanted. Mm -hmm. I believed that at the time I was starting to see the canaries in the coal mine where I'd get that comment or that Instagram DM or that email from someone saying, Hey man, watch your videos. We're moving to Calgary in six months. We're really interested in working with you. We'd love to work with you on finding our first home or that person that would message and say like, Hey, I'm really interested in uh, listing our property with you. Love your videos, love the energy. It's totally different. When your market is telling you the things that you otherwise would normally have to tell your market, like, Hey, I'm different. I'm better. We offer more value, all that stuff. When the people are telling you that, you know that you've honed in your message in the right way. So the, the thing that I would, I would say is um, video for me has been an answer to that question that when a client asks you, hey, why should I choose you? Almost every agent will say the same question, or the same answer. They'll almost always say the same thing because I really, really care about my clients. Well, guess what? How? How do you do that? Quantify that. Well, I, I, I always, I've got great reputation. I've got great referrals. All, all these How does that help me differentiate my home on the MLS, like on, on the sale? How are people going to, how is that going to expose my home to more people? Your care for me, how does that help me? And that's the problem with that is, is that, so with me, video helps answer that question. They see the work we do. Then they have this little timepiece forever to continually uh, remind them of their past home and you know the higher the quality is the more that they'll share it with their family and friends network at work all that stuff there's such a long tail that quality video brings you but the biggest thing it answers is that like the first problem a, a, a client has when they're choosing a real estate agent is that there's tons of us so who do you choose right who do you choose and we know that all the numbers are 70 percent of the time they go with the first agent they meet so you need to be the first agent they meet. And so in, in my mind, the only question all of us agents should be answering is the only question that the clients are asking, which is what the hell is in it for me if I work with you? And I'm answering that question. And the great agents that are having a lot of success have learned to answer that question. And if your answer is just purely that you really care about your clients, it's just not enough in 2021. And the reality is, is we've got a ton of competition coming. Zillow is now a brokerage, right? There is advertising changes on Facebook all the time. More and more, the same old thing that worked two years ago is not working today. But one thing that is working, one thing that can destroy Zillow in your market, one thing that can outbeat the, the guy who's been in business for 25 years if you're a new agent is your personal brand. So if you're not working daily on creating a stronger, deeper, more connected, emotionally personal brand in your market, you are losing. And if you can make that connection, and once you see what's working with people, you're going to start to see what I did a year ago when I was doing like 20 deals to this year where I'll do over 50 deals. I'll hit chairman's, which is like, I don't know, top 0.0. 5% of all REMAX agents globally. Those numbers, I don't really care about. Um, but the success curve is massive. We There's $150,000 of work I just didn't even get a chance to, to get back to this year. Leads we couldn't even follow up with. That, But all of that has come because I took one different approach to my real estate business. I could either, one, seek out the business, go get it, hustle, cold call, the old typical death of a salesman mentality, or I could build a brand that attracted business. 
And if you can attract one, if you can do something once, if you can do it twice, if you can sell a home virtually, if you can do, if you can get one DM over Instagram or one, one listing presentation or, or listing because you had a YouTube video, if you can do it once or twice, that's a sign that what you're doing, just do it more consistently, keep putting it out there, that they're going to come in more and more and more. We're at a time in history right now where agents for the last 15 years have been paying to put their ads at the top of Google. But guess what? Google wants a great experience for their clients or for the people that are on there, for their users. So what they're starting to do is offer up YouTube search results in the Google search engine. So it's not like you're just finding out like the five tips or the five best spots to visit in, you know, in Calgary on YouTube by searching that. Those are coming up now when people are typing in best restaurants in Calgary on, on Google. That is the power of that because people know that 92% of traffic is video these days. We don't need to be cast. We don't need to be on NBC or ABC or HGTV or any of that stuff. We can have our own show, our own media company. I follow a guy like Ryan Serhant. Serhant out of New York City. He's opened up his own brokerage. He's brought in, he's made little mini shows on his YouTube channel now. That guy is showing us the model of, he's, he's not just taking what Gary Vee says to do, he's doing it and showing agents the model of what they can do. And we're doing that in our business, in our local market. We're becoming those, those people, we're becoming the Sir Hand of Calgary. And that's, that's really the goal. Why wouldn't, because when you think of the long tail of, of your videos, you get a great quality video, you close them at the open house. They, they come to the open house. Oh, did, did you see the video? No, you haven't seen the video yet. Oh, what's your email address? I'll send it over to you. You guys are going to love it. Oh, your wife couldn't join you today. Yeah. She was working with the kids or she was at uh, soccer practice or whatever it was. Well, here, send her the video and she'll, and, and check it out. And if you guys want to come back together, we'll set up a showing all. So last night, here's a little anecdote story for you. I've got a listing that I got over Instagram. They reached out to me. They said, Brad, we, I saw this video on this home. I love it. I understand that you also do a little bit of design work. We're thinking of buying an older home. We'd love your skills to help us kind of find a home that's got some potential, but I have to talk my husband into selling my house first. This is a $1.3 million home. They're buying a $1 million home, <laughs> right? And then they're going to spend three, $400,000 on a renovation. So they go and they buy the other house first. We're now selling their place. We've sat our open houses. That video has attracted me three more listings. Now, last night, I get I, or a couple of days ago, I get a lead for that. They called me, the listing agent, because they saw me in the video. They didn't call the agent that they'd already been out with this summer for a couple of homes who they weren't under contract with. They called me. They're like, oh, he looks nice. And his wife's dancing around the house. They look, this looks fun. Like it'll be just fun to even meet them as a couple. So we go and we show them the property. They're like, great, you, we have to sell our house though first. Do you want to come see our house? So last night I go to do a listing presentation at their home. I knock on the wrong door. I knock on the neighbor. Stop it. Neighbor comes to the door and they're like, uh, sorry. I was like, oh, sorry guys, um, this isn't 171. And they're like, no, this is 172. Who are you? I was like, oh, you know, I'm a realtor. And they're like, I know who you are. I've seen your videos. Can you come in for a second? Stop it. And I was like, listen, I said, I'm supposed to be across the street in like two minutes. And she's like, can you come in? I stand in the front entrance and they're like, listen, Brad, the market's so bad here. We don't even think we can even sell. That's the problem with our local economy. And I was like, guys, let, let me show you this. So I start to go through it all. And he, the guy, husband's like, wait, you've seen his videos? To his wife and she's like yeah i saw him in like a you i thought you were like a tv guy you did like the million dollar show i said yeah well actually guys here's the thing i gotta go to that appointment and he's like listen we would like you to to appraise our house i sent them to my youtube channel by the time i got home they had already emailed me saying we're super excited to work with you on the sale of our house that's two listings one night that one video because i did one beforehand got me the instagram dm which got me all of that work. And the weird spinoff is, is that the listing that I got um, originally because of that Instagram DM, her husband works at a land development company. That land development company does large land purchases. I have another client that's selling a $21 million piece of land. And I've gotten a seat at the table with our province's largest land developer. 
and ins at all of the other developers. They did a pro forma. They did all the work on, on evaluating our land. And because we've got these relationships and because we proved our work, we proved that we were a lot more than just video. We proved that that's part of it, but it's part of just putting our authentic message forward that we're going to work our ass off for you. And because we do that, all of a sudden, the possibility of this being a hundred, two, three, four hundred thousand dollars of income from one lead stream, from one lead, like it's it's unbelievable. That's the power of it. When you have a strong personal brand and you can make videos that that elevate the brands of the builders or the designers or the developers that you're working for, because these guys are great builders, great architects, great designers, terrible at social media you now become media partners with them. You're providing them content for their social media, them for their Instagram feeds. They want what's good for you to sell their home and to elevate their, their property is good for them because they want more clients and customers. So all that exposure is, is a massive value add for them. So now I've got a client that I met on a park bench last summer for like 10 minutes it was like, yeah, someday we'll do something together. He was really, did not want to go with the crazy good agents. He wanted to go with the guys who are, you know, maybe a little bit less, or he, he wanted to go with the top agents, but not someone too avant-garde or different. It took him about six or eight months. Now he gave us a $2.8 million listing. And the next week I shoot a $2.9 million listing. I'm listing today uh, a pre-build for him at $1.65 million. I have shot all the video and drone work for five 1.7 million specs that he's building that back onto a golf course. We have became media partners with him because of the, the level of quality that we produce on the video side. And so the great news is you only have to do it for a while by yourself. For the last eight, nine months now, I've had a young guy by the name of Tyson Pernall, super talented. He lived with us during COVID for three months. It was a pure investment. He just worked beside me, watched what I did. Um, I knew he had a passion for video and I knew he could do it if, if he was taught. And, and now I've got this great in-house media team. We just hired on our third person to help with social and the back end and to get me up speed, speed on things like TikTok. Because <laughs> you were right. You were right all the time. <laughs> You're right. You're right. There's an audience there. And that's an audience that you can you can pull, and it's been documented well that you can pull an audience over to your YouTube channel, get loyal fans, all that. So, but the reality is, is that it's like anything else. Like if you learn how to do that, do it on a basic level, um, you can go and hire a videographer. But if you don't learn the skills yourself, um, and you just want to go hire a videographer, it's kind of like outsourcing your personal brand. I wouldn't recommend it. Because the reality is, is even last night, for example, there's an agent out of Toronto. It's got 30 agents underneath him, massively successful, does a lot of video, wants his stuff to look like ours. His videographer last night is messaging me, how do you export? What are these settings? Why are we getting like these different challenges? So the cool thing about, because I love that stuff, I'm like, yeah, man, like, let me show you. So I'm sending him IG videos of me exporting videos and the settings. And, you know, he's sending me messages more. He's stoked about how it's actually kind of turning out. But what's cool about that is that it's like, I now he's going to be better because he understands it. So it's like, there's a level of competency that I have. So the people that I bring on around me are reinforcing an already strong brand. And I'm not going to win on domain names. I'm not going to ever get calgary.com like uh, my competitor has, you know, it's not the city of Calgary. It's another realtor that has that name. Um, I'm not going to ever win when it comes to bus benches and billboards, or I'm not going to ever be the local area expert because I've only been in, in business for three years. So I need to take the thing that I'm leading at and go all in on that. Screw the weaknesses, double down on the strengths, take my lead and stretch it out as far as I can, because there are agents every day that are, are deciding that video is the thing for them and that are starting to, they have their own audience, their own spheres, never heard of me. And they're consolidating around them too. And they're, they're getting more business as well because of it. So I feel like right now it's a land grab, like YouTube, like the algorithm, this, mm -hmm. that, like between TikTok and, and YouTube, there's an absolute land grab. And then anything that you make on that stuff shared over to sites like Instagram, you'll 
and, and you're going to be just fine. Yeah. Still Facebook, LinkedIn, yeah. all of the above. Uh, yeah, I did. This has been phenomenal. That story is incredible. That's so cool. That is, I mean, uh, who cares about even the stats like that right there is the best testimonial you can possibly give to video. And I just want to reinforce this to people because, you know, again, with the video school and with the, with the conversations I'm having and the coaching and the teaching I'm doing, you know, Brad is a unique professional. I mean, the dude is really, I mean, he's got videographers calling him uh, to, to, to teach them. That's, that's insane, right? That tells you that Brad is damn near a videographer. He basically is. Listen, you can do what Brad does and never have the skills Brad has if you if you hire the videographer. And I agree with Brad, it is outsourcing to a degree, but there are videographers and I've learned this personally because I work with three. One of my videographers is a cinematographer mentality. Like yeah. we, did, we actually did a shot, a shoot last night. It was an interrogation kind of parody. And the do it was, it took like two and a half hours. And I was like, this shouldn't, it was like, it, it's going to be in less than minute video, but that's how my videographer thinks. Like it's gotta yeah. be sexy. Right. Yeah. And I just go with it. Right. And you, you're, that's one of the things you'll learn as a realtor is you figure out how to find the right videographer too. Because remember, yeah. videographers don't sell houses. They're not realtors. They don't, you go, you can't show up to a shoot and, and ask your videographer. So what should I say? Yeah. Most, most videographers are gonna be like, I don't know. I don't sell houses. I know how to make you look sexy. So yeah, what I would say to clarify my point is not that you can't go and hire a videographer. Definitely, if you don't have the time, you're already a good producing agent. You want to just kind of add video as another part of your business. Hire a videographer. What I would say is don't outsource it just to a media company, a company that goes in and shoots real estate videos for 15 other agents in your city, because all the personal part of your brand is going to be sapped away because it's just going to be another one of those. They share their videos. Like I see, there's a lot of agents that do video in our city, but the videos go up on Sona Visuals, uh, their brand's YouTube channel. And it's, it, it, it only builds Sona's brand. And because Sona's kicking out so many videos and so much high volume, they lack the personal side of it. They do like technically they're beautiful. They're very confident, all of that. So I guess what I would say to about hiring a videographer, it would be about looking at, are you at the point where, are you right at the point now where you have enough business that you think I need a full-time administrator or what, how can I get someone to come in and handle my social media? What I would say is really look at the video side, because if you can get, bring on a local videographer, this would be my tip would be go on YouTube, search like your town and little YouTube channels. Find some 19-year-old, 20-year-old kid who's passionate about video, who's already spending his time geeking out, making stuff look cool and fun and different and has some experience and start talking to him about mentorship and bringing him on as your in-house video expert. That's where you'll be able to brand and craft a personal message and point of view for, for your brand versus just bringing outsourcing in a videographer that also does weddings, also does photos, also works with 15 other agents. I just think that that's, that's where you're probably going to, if you go that other route and you just buy the, you know, sort of the big brand, just so you can kind of get a few, you know, sexy, sleek shots, you're probably going to do video for a while and be like, I don't get it. No, Brad must have some magic sauce there. And Brad doesn't like, I, 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 I don't, I understand this stuff. I didn't start off understanding this stuff. This is something like I will sell 55 homes this year. I'm going to sell 55 homes this year and I'll spend 70% of that time editing and shooting video. Mm. So all the agents that say they don't have the time, I, I don't know what you're doing with your time. Like maybe you're working with people who just aren't as invested in working with you. I know one thing though, the people that want to work with us because of our, our brand want to work with us so they don't waste our time. We're not just out shopping with people who aren't, who aren't invested in working with Brad McKellen. That's a quotable line right there. I, I'm, I'm going to spend 70% of my time shooting and editing video. If you say you don't have the time, what are you doing with your time? I love that, dude. That's, <laughs> that's great. And, and one thing, last thing I want to say about something he said that was very important, and then I want to, I want to end this and, and have you uh, let people know how they can find you, is, is your value proposition. It, it kind of gets lost in a lot of the things that we do. And this was a lot about video, but I think what Brad said there, I, I actually, there was a mentor, a manager of mine a few years ago who, who sat me down and, and challenged me and said, I'm a recruit. I'm a potential client. I'm a potential, whatever. Go on. Give me your, give me your elevator speech. 
you know, and it wasn't even the question of why should I hire you? Uh, but it was a question that like, oh, damn, yeah, I fumbled. Like I didn't know what to say. And I, and I'm a pretty confident guy and it made me realize, damn, I really need to dial in on my value propositions. And then it made me realize, okay, crap, my value propositions are exactly what Brad just said. It's what everybody's saying. Mm -hmm. And for me as a loan officer, this is all very, uh, parallel. Like, what does every loan officer say to every realtor? Let's have a cup of coffee. Let me tell you how great I am. Let me tell you how I answer my phone. Let me tell you I'm available nights and weekends. Let me tell you about my programs. Same thing. You're doing the same thing with your clients or with your, you know, recruiting agents. Differentiate yourself. Find differentiating value propositions and focus on dialing in that elevator pitch. So when you get asked that question, bam, you can yeah. spout it off. And I think video, this, if this does is not a testament to building and putting video into your business. Brad, I don't even know what to tell them at this point. <laughs> well, you know, the great thing, it's like you said earlier, is you can get, you can go on here and you can give it all away. You can give it all away. And so few people will do anything about it. The exciting thing is, you know, the reality is there's agents that are out there. They've just had their success already. They've already done so well. They're like, I'm going to sell 50, 60 homes this year. Who cares? Like, I don't need to do video. I don't need to do it. It's like all of this. And that to me, I love that because it's not about the narcissistic side or the egotistic side. It's like all the reason I build brand and that we do these videos and all this stuff is because I want to take care of my family. I want to take care of them in a great way. I want to provide a good life for them. I want to have some opportunities to have some great experiences with my kids. That's the whole goal. Once you've achieved that, that's fine. So if you're out there and you're killing it and you don't want to do video and it just adds, then don't do it. But if you're that agent that feels like there is more potential in your business, if you're a brand new agent that is looking at all the unknowns of the future and all the other competition and wondering how to separate yourself and differentiate yourself, the reality is it's just people don't know you. The best, the best guitarist is not on the radio. He's playing in his basement somewhere. The best actor is not in the blockbuster. Like it's because they're not putting themselves out there. So the people think that the best are must be the ones that are at the forefront. That's not the case. You just have to get in front of a camera. You have to get in front of your audience and start exposing your story and who you are. And it does not matter. It does not matter what you look like. I would argue to always up your quality game, but in the beginning, it doesn't even matter. Just get out in front of it. And when you start to see the returns from even some simple cell phone video, Instagram stories, TikTok, all that stuff, when you start to see some returns on that, take those returns and reinvest it into your brand and just keep reinvesting into your brand. That is, that is the goal right now. Love it, dude. I love it. So let's wrap this up. We've, we've, uh, we've given them more than they can probably digest. Uh, <laughs> so two things. Uh, one, I, I talked about some of your videos. Uh, where is the best place? Somebody listened to this and they said, man, I want to go stock his stuff. Jeff really, yeah. you know, speaks, he must be getting paid an affiliate or something that, which is, uh, there's obviously no affiliate to be paid. I just <laughs> love Brad's stuff. Uh, where can they, where's the best place to go find the majority of your content? One, two, uh, somebody wants to connect with you. How would they do it? Yeah, for sure. So obviously there's Instagram. It's brad.mccallum.remax. That's my Instagram account. You're going to see how we repurpose the longer listing videos and cut them up for a different audience there. So some great ideas on how you can use video on Instagram if you just check out our account. Um, but I would suggest going over to YouTube. Only go and only subscribe if you intend on actually being a student of what we're doing over there. Um, Ultimately, what we want is engaged users, engaged subscribers. But if you go to my YouTube channel, if you type in Brad and Callum on the internet these days uh, into a YouTube search bar, our name comes up first. Um, we've, we've built a real audience there, and it's a strong and growing audience. It grows about 10 to 15% every month, which wow. is fantastic. And it's, it, you know, it's snowballing. It's exponential growth over there. So I would suggest go check it out because you'll see 85 videos. You'll see the videos that failed. You'll see parody videos, you'll see sexy videos, you'll see community videos, you'll get a lot of inspiration from that. Uh, but the truth is, is I owe so much of what I've done to an incredible community of agents that have shared their work, who have that same mentality of let's elevate our industry, let's take what I have and learn from it. So you can forgive me when I take what you have and learn from it. And we can all, you know, we can all kind of grow together. 
that's the mentality that I take. So when you see what we're doing, it is really a result and from the encouragement of an amazing audience across North America that I've supported and that I've tried to support myself. I love it. I love it. And he said it too, you know, being as a part of lab code agents, viral video, RETV is another great one. Brand builders is a good Facebook group. Those are just some Facebook groups that you go spend some time just absorbing and watching. You're going to gain a ton of inspiration. You're going to learn a ton. That's mm-hmm. how I got great. I don't make any bones about it. I followed people like Kyle Whistle, for example, Sharon Srivatsa. They're my mentors. They're the people who yeah. helped me get to where I am. Mike Cuevas. Brad says the... It, it's funny, you know, we say the exact same things and it's even funnier that like Brad's grown a YouTube channel, which is really hard to do by the way. And Brad can attest mm-hmm. to this. And I'm more of the TikTok type guy, which is 180 difference, but at the same token, both work folks. And that's the thing, pick your platform, pick your poison, go all in, do it hard and you'll win. You go ahead. And you one last it. thing I'll mention is if you're interested in this personal brand stuff, I do a lot of talking about personal brand on my podcast with uh, Bob Tompkins out of South Carolina. It's called the Bob and Brad show. Um, over there, we'll pick a topic 20 minutes, 30 minutes long. Sometimes we, uh, you know, uh, interview some um, people in the industry, but it's always focused around agents and a personal brand. Last week's episode was on building a home studio. So why you want one, all the different ways you can leverage it to create content, to speak to your uh, your database to network with uh, other builders, clients, leads, new leads, all that stuff. So if you kind of want to go a little bit deeper on uh, some of that stuff that we talk about over there, just a conversation with two agents that do things very different, check out the Bob and Brad show on Facebook or Instagram or your favorite uh, podcast player. Love it. Brad and Bob's show. If you don't know uh, Bob Tompkins too, that's another guy you need to go uh, stalk because you will be entertained. I promise you that. Absolutely. Good stuff, Brad. I really appreciate the time, man. We've gone over the normal time of a lot. I hope hope our audience enjoyed this. This is a ton of stuff to learn from. Brad, you are the man. I I appreciate our friendship that we've grown. Look forward to actually meeting you in person one of these days. We've talked many, many times over the years. Good stuff, brother. I uh, appreciate you and uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. All right. Take care, brother. Thank you so much. Today's podcast is brought to you by Follow a Boss. Follow a Boss is the real estate CRM that turns every agent into a top performer. Follow a boss is packed with features, but it's intuitive and easy to use. So agents love working with it and it integrates with everything. Use multiple lead sources. Guess what? Follow a boss keeps them all organized. Want to try new marketing channels? Switch website providers? Plug them right into follow a boss. Visit followupboss.com forward slash lab code to see how follow-up boss helps you close more deals. That's followupboss.com forward slash lab code. Lab Agents Podcast.